Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 32 of the Communication Coach. I'm Nikki. I hope you're having a great week, whatever you're doing. And today we're going to talk about a phrase that I heard recently on a podcast that I was listening to where somebody was being interviewed. I forget the name of the person being interviewed, but I thought it was very interesting. It was a lot to do with your thoughts and emotional conversations and how you actually can control your thoughts or you can be more present and aware of what you're thinking and being able to do that then allows you to change your immediate reaction or the emotional reaction the response that you have been evoked to give by what somebody has said or done to you you know that unconscious response and I've talked a lot about being conscious and being present and being in the now and how that can really help you change your behavior and your communication to other people so The quote is, be a spectator to your thoughts. And I've been thinking about that a lot this week. I put it on my info at the Communication Coach Facebook page and asked people what it meant to them. And I've had some really interesting responses and on my Twitter feed as well. And some people coming back saying, wow, that's a real powerful quote. I'd love to be able to stand there and tell you I thought of it myself, but I didn't. It is somebody else's. But be a spectator to your thoughts. And it's made me reflect a lot more on what my thoughts and my feelings are. Because our feelings are caused by our thoughts in general. We can make ourselves feel happy or sad. And I think once you can understand how that works for you and that you're actually in control of your life, then it opens up a whole new world, a whole new sort of ball game for you. And let me just explain that a little bit more to you because some of you might be listening now and thinking, well, that's okay for you to say, you've been able to do this, you've been able to do that. So just bear with me whilst I explain that in a little bit more detail because as I've got older and I'd like to think a little bit wiser, although sometimes I do make the same mistakes, although I am a lot quicker now, I think, to be able to grab those mistakes and turn them back round. Um When I reflect on how unconscious all of my behavior was for many, many years, whereby I would just go through the day, get through the day, go through the week, almost like a robot, and give the same reactions and the same emotional responses, or think about things maybe a little bit deeply. I'm I'm quite a uh, sensitive person, I would say. Those people that would know me probably say that I overanalyze bits and pieces, and have done for a long time, and I... I'm now very aware of the fact that I do that. I'm also very aware of the fact that sometimes if I feel that I'm under attack or being criticised, my defences immediately rise and the response that I would give might not be the response that on reflection would be better. So being a spectator to my thoughts has really helped me to kind of understand a little bit more about me, about how I react, how I think about conversations and behavior in the moment and perhaps you can relate to this perhaps you have a certain trigger that sets you off I don't know perhaps you have road rage perhaps you have very emotional conversations with your partner or your children 
or perhaps there's a member of your family that you are always having kind of arguments or disagreements with or that you find yourself at work perhaps being challenged a lot because you don't feel that you fit in or that you feel somebody is against you or you don't feel that you have been rewarded for some of the hard work and effort that you have done. And when we think or feel those sorts of reactionary behaviours, it can put us on the back foot and cause us a, not a big significant loss, but it can cause us to feel momentarily out of step with the character that we actually are, especially if when we're dealing with a challenge that doesn't fit in with our values and belief systems. And I talk a lot about values and belief systems. So that is all linked in. Everything is linked in to all of that. So when you're able to be self-aware enough and take a step back and look at your thoughts and analyse them, so to speak, you don't even have to uh, overanalyze them, but just think about where they come from, why you're feeling that way, why you're thinking that way. And that you can actually be in control of your thoughts. So I'm learning more and more that my life is my choice. And I want you to think about that. Because think about where you are now. And think about what you have in your life. And think about what you focus on. Because what you focus on most in your life is what you will get in your life. So for example, in my much younger days, I wanted to go out and party, I wanted to drink alcohol, and I'd end up spending money. And that was really the focus of my life. Couldn't wait till the weekends that I had off. And those weekends were very much about socialising, were very much about being out and partying and getting hammered, to be honest, uh, and then laughing about it for the rest of the weekend. Which is fine. There's no, you know, there's no criticism. I think a lot of people go through that. I think a lot of people use that as a learning process, good or bad. You you will decide yourself whether that fits in with your own values and belief system. And then as I've got older, I've completely changed. You know, I lead a much healthier lifestyle. I used to be a very heavy smoker. I don't smoke anymore. I haven't smoked for a long time. I used to be a very heavy drinker. I don't drink heavily very much at all. And I train a lot and I'm not a lot more conscious of my health and my fitness and my own mental well-being. And now I focus on different things. So I focus on training. So as a direct result of that, I'm a lot leaner, I'm a lot stronger, I'm a lot fitter than I was. But if I didn't focus on that, if I didn't get up and say, right, I'm going to train today because I want to stay fit and strong, then I would lose it. Of course I would lose it. If I didn't get up in the morning and say, right, okay, what difference am I going to make to my day today, then I would never make a difference because I wouldn't be consciously aware enough to change. So I, I guess in a roundabout way, what I'm saying is if, if you feel that you're stuck in some way, shape or form, stuck in a rut or stu- stuck in the same constant pattern of behavior or stu- stuck in the same constant pattern of thoughts, and being a spectator to your thoughts might just help you to break that pattern might just get you to think about why you're where you are and what is it that you really want. Now, so those of you that meditate will already know this, that, that part of some of the meditation is to be aware of your thoughts and just let them go and just let them push aside. Some of you will have those that inner dialogue that I've talked about, whereby you have a voice that will either praise you or condemn you or, or talk to you or tell you that 
you're stupid or tell you that you're great. It depends on what your internal dialogue is and it's it's all different from everybody. And sometimes we will have that negative dialogue that tells us unkind thoughts about other people, about what we wouldn't do, and, and will really challenge us around that. But unless we're aware of it, what will happen is we'll get sucked into it and we'll get sucked into that moaning and groaning and, and kind of bitching about people behind their back rather than having those upfront honest conversations whereby you can not make up the conversation in your head but you actually speak to the person involved and work it out from there but until you're aware of that until you are conscious in the moment around what you're thinking and how you're behaving then you're never going to change and when you become that spectator to your thoughts and when you start to realize that you are totally in control of your own life that you have choices to make. And some of you will be listening to this, and I get this. Some of you will be saying, I didn't choose for so-and-so to die. I didn't choose for my best friend to get cancer. I didn't choose to get made redundant. And you're absolutely right. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that you make a choice in how you deal with it. And it's the choice that you make that then affects the way that you communicate with somebody else and the way that you behave towards somebody else. So let's think of an example around that. So you get made redundant or there is a big change going on at work. Now, I've heard this a lot recently and I've been researching it and testing it out myself around coming at change, especially change from two perspectives, one of love and one of fear. Now, bear with me on this one if you're now thinking, oh my God, where are you going with this, Nick? Um, And in fact, Jim Carrey There's a YouTube video of Jim Carrey saying exactly the same thing. Is that you come at things that happen to you in your life from two perspectives. One of fear and one of love. And if you come at it from fear, and a lot of times when we are looking at change, we come at the change through fear. Because we don't know what's going to happen. And inevitably, we don't feel in control. And when we don't feel in control of something that can cause us to spiral into a different way of behaving and a different thought process. When I first left the Metropolitan Police, now bearing in mind, I've done a load of training on this and a load of psychology work and I learn about myself more every day and I genuinely believe as I'm now approaching my 50s, I have no idea how that happened, as I'm now approaching my 50s, I'm I'm far more aware, far more aware of myself than I was in my younger days. And I begin to realize what my ego is, I begin to realize what my own thought patterns are, and I begin to realize what sort of person I am and how I can actually control that person. And then the more you understand that you can be in control of the person that you are, and the more self-aware that you can become, then the difference in your behavior and communication is amazing. Now, it doesn't suit everybody the way that I am and I get that you know we're all individual and we're all different but what I'm saying is if you can be a spectator to your thoughts it can help you to understand who you are once you understand a lot more about who you are and why you behave in a specific way and what triggers work for you then you can start to change them and you can start to manipulate your own behavior into being the sort of person that you want it to be So if you drive down the road and every time you drive or get in the car, you immediately get frustrated, 
you immediately will shout and swear at your family and friends in the car or anybody in the road that cuts you out. Unless you're aware of that, unless you stop and think, do you know what, every time I get in the car, this is the way I behave, you're never going to change. If you start to get in the car and notice something about your behaviour changing, maybe the way that you feel, maybe the uptightness you get, perhaps you get a tensing in the shoulders, perhaps you don't, perhaps it's even before you get in the car to start the journey. Perhaps it's way before then that you actually hate driving and you don't even want to get in the car. Because when you behave in that specific way, when you're angry and frustrated, it doesn't serve any purpose for you. All that happens is you get angry and frustrated and then your behaviour changes and it affects the behaviour of the people around you. And sometimes that can result in some sort of physical fight or perhaps an accident or you just falling out with the people that you are in the car with. Or you falling out with yourself so that you're just left in a very tired, very emotional state. If you're a spectator to that because you've got to the stage where you know that that's the way that you behave, then you can look at changing how you behave because you're watching what you're doing. And once you realise this, you get back control. And we, I talked a few minutes ago about fear and love approaching different aspects of life, either through fear or love. If you think about that, if you get in the car and you are fearful already before you get in the car because you don't want to have your journey or it makes you uptight or you hate sitting in traffic, whatever it might be, then you're going to get a different reaction. If you get in the car and you say to yourself something I don't know along the lines of, I'm looking forward to this journey, I'm at the end of this journey I'm going to see a friend who I haven't seen for ages and that's going to be a great time, then you're approaching the journey in itself in a completely different way. Now that's just... Like a random example of driving the car. But if you think about your behaviour perhaps with your children or your behaviour at work, let's go back to work and talk about fear of change, being made redundant. So the choice is taken away from you. So you have the loss of control. You have the loss of control and you have the fear of where am I going to get the money from? How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to feed my kids? What am I going to do next? Perhaps you've been in a job for an incredibly long time. And that fear will cause you to have thoughts that will cause you negative feelings. If you approach it from a different perspective and think, right, what have I learnt from being employed here? Now how can I use those new skills? What can I do to better myself? What other opportunities are now available from me being made redundant? Am I getting made redundant with a redundancy pay package? How can I invest that pay package? If I'm not, what can I do next? Where can I get employment? Is this actually an opportunity for me to do something completely different? And I've read and I've seen people say, you know, actually, I was made redundant and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I know that from people that used to be police staff that got made redundant. There was all the fear that happened beforehand and then there was, actually this was the best thing that ever happened to me. When I left the the police after 30 years, which I was going to come on to and got sidetracked, but when I left it, I had this feeling of fear. I had the fear of the unknown. I felt lost and confused and without the purpose that I'd had for the last 30 years. And that feeling of fear caused caused a, a flatness in me, a sadness in me, a almost like a bereavement, just a little being lost and being in the wilderness. And a lot of other thoughts that that went with that. 
But then once I changed my direction and thought, okay, actually, what am I going to do with this time? What am I going to, how am I going to invest the new skills that, that I've learned over those 30 years? And how can I continue to make that difference and be of service, which is an incredibly high value of mine? Then things changed and you start to become what you focus on. And because I focused on being of service, an opportunity was given to me. And because I took the opportunity, new opportunities have been given to me. So, a powerful phrase of being a spectator to your thoughts. What does it mean to you? Does it mean nothing? Does it mean just taking some time out to reflect before you answer a question or come back in a conversation with something? Does it help you to think about who you are and why you react that way? So I'll leave you with that for this week. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for all your questions. Uh, Thanks for your support. I've had over 6,500 listens across five countries now, so that's just amazing. Thank you so much for all your support. Let me know if I can help you further, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.